Hi, I'm Stage and Stage's Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to The Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Welcome back to the Hamilcast. I'm Jillian, and this is my second episode with Hamilton Broadway's Mark Dela Cruz. Mark plays Man 5 on Broadway and made history as the first Asian-American actor to play Hamilton on Broadway. Asian-American actors, musicians, crew members are represented throughout all of the companies of Hamilton, so don't worry, we're definitely going to get into all of that. Mark's story is so interesting, so please check out episode 163 so you can be all caught up on Mark's backstory about growing up in Seattle, working on Allegiance with George Takei, making his Broadway debut with Anthony Rapp and If Then, how In the Heights was such a game changer for him, or, you know, how he just casually picked up modern dance in college and now he's on Broadway. But for now, we're diving in mid-conversation with the Hamilton story. It starts now. Enjoy. Okay, so tell me about okay, back to the Hamilton audition. Yes, yes. Process. So you now you're calling Deirdre, you're like, Deirdre, I get to sing these songs for the the Hamilton people, and she's excited for you. And now like what oh what's happening? So how many auditions did you have? I had around six. Okay. Six is kind of like, okay, that's not crazy. It it didn't feel crazy to me. Right. Either. It sort of felt like it and, and each one was like a different step in the process like it was giving more they would be give me more material they were pretty great about saying that they were about saying we're interested we're you know we'll bring him we're going to bring him back in 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 around a month or something like that so there would be times where even if it was a stretch yeah 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 um (laughs) but then also like that whole month you're like but i'm gonna go back in and i'm gonna (laughs) right so then you're just like singing the yeah, same yeah. <laughs> packet over and over again and like Staying. do you listen to it do you not do you get like are you thinking about choices you're calling exactly all the time. oh my That's gosh like a whole, totally I mean, totally yeah. i was calling deirdre all the time all the we were time. always she was like how did it go what did you sing i was I like I, think, yeah, I sang deirdre oh my gosh i sang wait I sang for it oh my. <laughs> she was like you sang that you did my shot i was like oh, i did i actually did my shot <laughs> I actually, I actually learned the words to my shot and yeah. like performed it and oh. like, like coached it and like did it in the audition room. Like yes. she was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. To actually see, to actually see it like on a sheet of music, and to see this right? this stuff that I had been listening to, the, these songs that I had been listening to that I have become such fans of, uh, become such a fan of, and then to like be given the music, the sheet music for it to prepare, and then the the. the to like, oh, that's the rhythm, or like, oh, that, like, those are the actual notes, or like that. Can you read sheet music? I'm okay. I've I've oh. gotten better over the years. I'm not great at it. I'm Can you not, play an instrument? Not really. No, what, I played what a little. Play? I played a little bit of piano growing up. Okay. Um, so I can plunk things out on the piano or mm-hmm. a keyboard. Um, and if I'm following along with somebody who's kind of plunking out on a sheet of music, I can uh-huh. sort of follow. I can sort of follow along. Um, it's something that I've that I've. Uh, worked on a lot yeah. because because I'm not the greatest sight reader at all. It's sort of getting to see the bones, getting to see the 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 you know, kind of the structure that yes. that this that everything is is built on. That's that's that. like that's cool. I love yeah, that. Cool. Yes, we're nerding out so hard, Mark. <laughs> oh my god, this is the best. Um, okay, so you're nerding out. You're looking at like the bones, the, the structure of the music. So then, I, I, I mean, the the whole the whole the whole thing was a big. I, I was just constantly stunned over and over again sure, by yeah. the whole process. Being called in initially, getting called back, 
and um, being told that I was being considered for various things. And like the whole thing was just like blowing my mind all the way up until when I received the offer. I was just, I was just like, wait, <laughs> there's wait a, a mistake. Deirdre, where are you? FaceTime, yeah. Deirdre. <laughs> Siri, FaceTime, Deirdre. Um, okay, so so you tell me about the phone call. Like who, who called you and said, hey, Mark, guess what? Get Deirdre on the line. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, my, my manager, mm-hmm. uh, my manager, David Kresner, gave me a call. Uh, he, after my last, audition which was with Tommy Kale and Alex Lackmore after I had and also in prior to that um I did a work session with um Patrick Vassell and Matt Gallagher oh cool what is that so, like what's a work session like it's sort of like an extended audition where it's 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 longer you're in the room for a longer period of time because they're kind of working you with the working you on the material giving right. you feedback and so I would do show I would do songs or parts of songs several times um and and were they sort of is it sort of like a screen test for theater people um i guess so i guess i guess it could be yeah yeah it's it's a chance to uh to genuinely work with the the creative team as opposed to many auditions where you go in and then you do whatever it is that you've given to be you've given to prepare you've been given to prepare and then maybe the director or whoever is there might give you a note and then Mm -hmm. maybe you do it again a lot of times you just go in, you do it once, and that's it. And right. then you, and then maybe you get called back, or maybe you don't. Um, but the work session is really cool because it's it's more of it's more of inter it's more interactive. Yeah. I would do the song, and then they would give me feedback. They would say, you know, think of these things, or 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 help me out with some context. Like here's here's more context for you to uh-huh. consider, and then with that knowledge, do it again. And then right. how does that change your performance? Um, you know try to stay more on the beat or some uh-huh. you know some some kind of feedback just to kind of get your performance into a different place so I it's guess. the can you take direction call and basically. definitely can like, you take direction can you take direction can yeah. you take a note right do you th- did you know in the moment at all that like it's kind of a good sign that you're you're doing this also i think so i think so yeah and and, and my man and my managers certainly they were they would say like hey this is good right. like this is a good step it's if they're if they're willing to invest that time with you That's in the audition I mean. room that they were really interested and not saying that if you get that it's a guarantee right and and what's what are the needs at that given time in terms exactly. of casting who are they who 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 are they looking to right what, who are they looking to fill what what roles are they looking for yeah. and things like that and covers and things like that right i i guess i was just trying to do the best that I could and just know just knowing that whatever happens if I do if I come prepared and I show that I can take direction and regardless of what happens it it left a good impression hopefully so I think I think my goal was to was to leave a good impression on whoever I was sure um whoever I was auditioning for um okay so Back to the call. I'm sorry, I totally oh, no. derailed the whole thing. So you get the phone call. The man, your manager calls. Yes. What's really cool is that, or it was all totally unexpected because Broadway was never on the table um, throughout this whole process. Where did you think you might be going? It, it could be any one of the companies. Broadway was the last one I thought I would be considered for, and but I was told specifically there about a track in Ann Peggy, about a track possibly in Chicago, um, 
And then it wasn't until my manager called me with the actual offer that it turned out to be the the Broadway company. It was so, so it was all. I mean, any one, any company, uh, the whole throughout the whole process, it really didn't matter to me which company. Of course, I got cast in. I was like, I just want to do the show anywhere, right? And and any opportunity to be in <laughs> the show, it would be amazing. Um, but the fact that Broadway was not even on the table, and now suddenly that's where you're going, right? Of right. course, is going to be a much bigger like. Wait, I'm doing what? Where? Like the yeah. Hamilton news is big enough, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you're like, wait, I would, I didn't even know. Like mentally, you didn't even prepare for Broadway. You were like, okay, so now I have to move to Chicago and or Puerto Rico and then San Francisco and or this, you know. Right, right. That was not even like in your brain at all. So of course right. it's a double kind of like, wait, what? Right. Deirdre, are you hearing this? Yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> totally. <laughs> So of course it's sort of like a double whammy because you're like wait right right I was I was sort of thinking okay this is looking I, after that last um, audition um, I was told that there was a lot of interest and uh, a, an offer is very possible um, <gasps> so I was I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh but I wouldn't want to get too excited about anything because you never right. know like nothing everything you always exactly like you encouraged by good feedback but then you just kind of like wait and see wait and see um and then the offer came in and i really i was like wait what how i was just kind of stunned by the whole by the whole thing um uh super uh excited i mean i was <laughs> I, I i really was in disbelief about the whole thing for totally. a long time even like <laughs> you you have a very expressive face and so, like, when you were talking about, like, being in the, the dance class or being, like, finding your your tribe in college, like, your mm. face lit up and you your whole demeanor changed. But even now, as you're talking about the disbelief, I'm like, you still don't think you're in Hamilton on Broadway. Like, the, the vibe you're giving, like, you're, you still think, like, this is all a dream. That's kind of true. you can't quite place. But you think, <laughs> truly, you're like, is this it? Like, are they going to burst out from behind those doors and be like, surprise, we've right. been messing with you this whole time. I could see it in your face. Right, right. No, yeah. It's still, it really, it's absolutely. Mark, it's true. It's happening. It's still, it's I still happening. don't believe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I still have to pinch myself that it's, it's all happening. I, it, it's, it's been, it's, it's, it's just been this, this huge thrill, this huge, uh, um, journey that I like 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 I said before like I always kind of wondered like would I ever get to work on something that this team created um as a as a performer as an artist as an actor of like you know like I love the work that they do and then and here I was getting this opportunity to to work on something that was created by this team but on top of that something that uh has layers and layers of things to say <laughs> and ways to uplift and inspire people uh so in terms of in terms of doing the work of of being in the show like what it what it means and and what and how your work is touching people like i was aware of that and so and so as an as an actor to be able to do that was like 
you know, no matter what stage, no matter whether it's Broadway or, or you know, any stage across the country, that if that's something that you get to do, like that's so meaningful, and that's 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 largely why I do this is to tell stories and to say something about the world. Um, but then also to be a part of something that has reached so many people and has changed the musical theater and that has and has um, created this this incredible dialogue and discussion and 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 has people thinking about the world in, in all kinds of different ways in history um, uh, what it said about what it says about us then what it says about us now I mean it's just it never ends the 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 discussion as you as I'm sure you see as you no, see but I love it, it I never love ends it. yeah I just love hearing it that that's a thing that basically pretty much everyone who's been here has said like we were saying mm. earlier universal right yeah you know absolutely absolutely so i was in complete disbelief <laughs> for like two days maybe long <laughs> i really did not believe it no i mean what and why would you <laughs> honestly and not in a bad i'm just saying, no like, no totally, totally and of course it's like whoa, wait i wait what like how do you even like go on i didn't tell anybody for a long time i didn't i didn't I I was scared to talk to to talk about it because I thought that you felt it was gonna go someone away. Someone made a mistake. Someone like yeah. like it was gonna go away somehow. Like there's like a mistake in the paperwork somewhere. Right, right, like, right. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah, like, did I dream it? Totally. I, I really was like, I should just. I'm not gonna say anything because you never know. You know, it's some. You just never know. You never know what's going to. What, you you never know. Who did you tell? I told my parents. Mm -hmm. They lost their minds. I mean. Yeah. They were so excited. So you called and you were like, hey, mom and dad, did you get them like on the phone like together? I did. I did got them on the phone together like, in the process. They didn't know. The only person I told that I was auditioning was my sister. Your I told parents her. had no idea you were auditioning for Hamilton at all. No, they didn't know. They didn't know. So now you're putting on the, oh, my God, this is fake. Now you're putting it on them because <laughs> now it's really coming out of nowhere. Yes, yes. Yeah. You didn't even give them a little I understand not telling parents or family. I love my parents. They're super supportive. But again, it's nothing till it's something. So like right. after the first audition, they'd be like, So anything? Yeah, it's like when yeah. I know you'll know. Exactly. Exactly. And then they and and then they go through the disappointment with you. Right. And I and I figure they're already you know, they already like were nervous about me moving to New York. Sure. And so, you know, I don't want to put yeah. them through like the disappointment of every rejection and, right and and also i think during the process like i was trying to um in order to like not to not be get get too kind of nervous for everything i was trying to sort of treat it like every audition absolutely like every anything else like yeah, when you walk out the work. door you have to try to forget about it because exactly. you did it all there's nothing you can do out the door three blocks away, four or five, six blocks at your, at your job or whatever you're doing. Right. That's going to change what just happened in that room. Exactly. It's, it's done. It's done. And with any luck, you have another audition to prepare for. And you're like, okay, now, right. now I'm just going to work on this next one and yeah. forget about that one and move on to totally. this next audition. And then if I get a call back, I'll get a call back. And so I was kind of trying to, to not, not get too excited through the process. Um, and then even after the offer came in, I was trying to not get too excited just because I was like, oh, my gosh, what if there's a, something, yeah. something happens? It's a mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake. And um, 
So I think it, I think I was a little ridiculous about that actually in the end because because it all did happen. Yeah, and it's real. The emails did come, and mm-hmm. Amber White did call yes. me and was like, "Welcome to the company." Oh. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, really? What?" <laughs> Amber, are you sure? Amber, <laughs> pinch me, Amber. Yeah, totally, totally. Amber, come on the podcast, Amber, please. Um, yeah. Oh, she'd be so fun. Oh to my hang gosh, out with, right? she would be so great yeah, on the I, podcast. I She's know. wonderful. Okay, so you call your parents? Yeah, I think I, I was. I I just had them on the phone. And um, I said I got a I got an offer t- for a job <laughs> for a show, and um, it's Hamilton on Broadway. And they were like, "What?" <laughs> so they knew what a big deal Hamilton was. Did they, they know because like you you and Deirdre were such big fans, or like what? Like yeah, I they knew it. They knew because um, because we were because we were such big fans. They had actually seen it. In Chicago, they went to go visit um, my sister in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. And uh, they took my my sister and then and her son Kai, uh-huh. my nephew, and then my brother uh, has two kids, my mm-hmm. uh, and Malia, and they all went and saw and saw Hamilton in Chicago. And what is your brother's tri- name? David. Hi, David. I love you. Um, wait, and you had still not seen Hamilton yet. And I still hadn't seen it. And you're. Seemingly entire family had. And yes, yes. I think they invited me, but I wasn't able to go. Oh, I oh remember wait, because you were on tour with If Then or I you was, were doing something awesome? So, I think so. You I were doing something awesome. I, that was that might have been it. I was I was I, I was it was it, it was something there was some kind of conflict where I couldn't join them. Mm. Um they were super they were super excited. They I mean, they, you know, they 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 support everything that I that I do like mm-hmm. they're they're always excited about any project that I get to work on in fact they were here um throughout the whole I didn't mention this but throughout the whole process of auditioning I was doing an off-Broadway show called Ordinary Days mm-hmm. uh with Keen Company in at the Theater Row and even when I started uh rehearsals for Hamilton I was still doing the Ordinary Days run so I was doing double duty so uh double duty is doing one is is rehearsing for one show while you're performing another show at night and in a sense, it wasn't as um, strenuous as it might be if I was, if I was, say, part of a company that was rehearsing together during the day, in which case I'd be in rehearsal like all day, every day, mm-hmm. and then doing the show, the other show at night. But since I was joining as a replacement for Hamilton, for, Ham- in Ham- for Hamilton, there was more um, flexibility with the schedule so that it would be like maybe a five hour chunk mm-hmm. during the day. Uh, and then I would do ordinary days at night. And so your offer for Hamilton is the same as what you're covering now. It was all of those roles in the yes. offer. Yes, yes. No wonder you didn't believe it. That is insane. It was yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> that exactly. Is insane. Uh, exactly. Okay, man five, which is three or four people. Four, mm-hmm. four people. Three, four. Um, three. James Reynolds, the Doctor, and Papa Schuyler. Yes, yes. Alexander Hamilton, as well as KG three, as well as yes. Lawrence Phillips. Yes. That's yes. like nine. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> um, and everything else that Man 5 does in the in the Exactly. Yes. So a, man, yeah, Man 5, like even the... when you're not speak or you know, have a, a singing role in that moment, you're still like around and Right, right. <sighs> I I was I, I was intimidated for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I yeah. was I it it seemed like this 
I just I, I couldn't imagine how it how it comes together <laughs> or how uh-huh. how 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 someone learns it brand new. I was like, how does this happen? How how I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be in that show doing that. When I started the rehearsals, I I just was continued to be like, mine was just blown like left and right about learning about the show, learning about learning about the story of every single movement, every single bit of choreography. That's the Andy Blankenbuehler way, right? Oh, every man. everything has oh. a meaning. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I I it was just this it was just like mind-blowing moment after mind-blowing <laughs> moment. Uh being able to really pull back the curtain of the show and see what how it's how it is comes together and what everything means and what how everything fits together so beautifully. Um, and luckily, I, I was only rehearsed for Man 5 until I went on as Man 5. So mm-hmm. I only had to learn that, as opposed to learning like all, like all of them. All of them. Yeah. Um, when I first started rehearsals, it was Man 5. And then once I started performances as Man 5, I started learning Hamilton and sort of going, going from there. So kind of layering in things. So now that you have uh, all of these tracks, <laughs> let's add... Even more. It, yes, exactly, exactly. And that even more is Hamilton. Right, right, right. In Hamilton. In Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton <laughs> in Hamilton yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> still, well, you can see why like I still can't quite believe. Still, <laughs> even percent. Why I still can't quite believe all of this. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're just like, can we do the KG3 moves? Because all I have to do is like walk. <laughs> I just want to learn how to balance that crown. Right. That's have you awesome. rehearsed the king yet? I have not rehearsed the king yet. Okay. Um, I am in the midst of learning Lawrence Philip right now. And you're here, which is amazing. So thank you so much. You could be asleep. Oh, <laughs> you could be doing nothing, but you are talking about your job, which is insane, on your one day off to hang out. So I really, really super appreciate it. Oh, that. my gosh. This is such a pleasure. This is such a joy. I, I, I love talking about my job. I love talking about what I've be what I've been so lucky to do these yeah. past few months it's it's it helps me to to remember that it's real <laughs> yes it is real you can always text me <laughs> thank you I'll say it's real thank you thank you I it's might do that super real <laughs> I'd be happy to be your realness sponsor <laughs> that should be something that ha- everyone who works in Hamilton should have a realness Look, sponsor <laughs> I'm happy to do it you guys it's real and also it's great like I always think like wait am I really talking Mm. am i really talking to mark right now oh my god are we gonna talk about like all this stuff i mean the amount of people who have been in this living room and how oh man i mean every single it's now so you and morton's first episode was episode 155 155 times i have said did that happen whenever i like say bye and like close the door behind you i'm always like it happened right it was real it was real oh wait no i have the audio So it was real, but even listening back, it never feels real. It's crazy. So I'm with you. Okay, so let's talk about like, so now you're cast, you're in Hamilton, you broke the news to everybody, broke the news like it was a bad thing. Uh, It's not. It's the greatest (laughs) thing. Um, You show up to work. Mm -hmm. Day one. Yes. What is that like? Let's see. My very first day was music rehearsal with Ian Weinberger. Oh, Love Ian Weinberger. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's he's absolutely incredible in in so many ways. And I feel lucky that he was my kind of like my my the first member of the team that I yeah that I worked with. Did Everyone he help is incredible. Make it feel real. 
He did. He did. Yeah. He did. I'm not saying that as a joke. I feel like it, it would be so like lovely and welcoming and comforting and being like, "Hey, no, we're doing this. Right. It's it's real. Right. Here is also we're actually to gonna yes exactly <laughs> the nicest way truly exactly we're gonna we're going to. Uh, we're going to sing through this music. We're going to learn this music. It's actually here in front of you. Um, we're here in King's College. Yep. Like learning. It, it was like, this is all, okay, this is all really happening. And I'm actually here with the associate conductor learning music that I'm going to sing every night in the show. Ooh. Like, okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, and that's that was really great because that felt like, Closer to what it is, closer to the what the process that I had known about rehearsal, the, that I had been used to with rehearsals, with mm -hmm. respect to rehearsing a show, like going right. into a music rehearsal and learning your music and knowing your parts and then working with a with a pianist and and plunking out notes and things like that like yeah. this this was the stuff that made it feel real because it was like getting down to the work of back it back when you were eight the stuff you loved exactly like that the nitty gritty the nitty gritty of, yeah yes yes all the little things that make that that add up to mm -hmm. the performance we were now i was now diving into yes. and so um so it started to feel more more real oh, and good. and so i mean just so exciting to get to know the music more intimately mm -hmm. to to hear the stories about the song about songs and stories that you know ian would tell me about things that were cut or how, right. the, how things changed and shifted around and so my window into the world of hamilton started to open up more and right. i started to learn more about the show and the music as well as the experience and the the and what the process was and so and everyone that I've worked with in learning the show has been really has been really great about kind of teaching me the show and what I needed to know but also kind of every, everything around it and and everything about the experience and everything that came from the creative team mm that's important to know as a replacement going in so that even though I wasn't there in in the room while it was being created in in those days that we still feel like we're we're a, we're a part of the same process totally yeah and learning all of the all of these things and how to approach the material in the way that they were thinking in the room and 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 so that so that I so that we're as connected to the process as we could be coming into it three yeah. years everyone was able to kind of connected with me and in some way to just kind of like let me know that a er, everyone is supportive and everyone is there for you 100 percent that that everyone is there to catch you it's not yeah. um it's a it really is a family and and, and everyone is working together and b that everyone knows how 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 difficult it it's it is to learn the show to that's a challenging it's it's a challenge it's a challenge to to learn the show to learn this material to yeah. to come into it especially and to come into it um into an already running show like what that experience the challenges that come with that right. and and so everyone just said like whatever you're feeling it's all valid like it's all good <laughs> yeah, it's you know all and whatever it is like we're here for you yeah. um um Amber was so warm 
to me every single time. And and I think like I get the sense that she and and everybody else on the team kind of are used to this the kind of reaction that I had, which was like I still can't quite believe this is happening. So they kind of in different ways would kind of reassure you that it is. Amber would be like, "So when you go on for Hamilton, kind of like it's just going to happen." Uh-huh. And in my mind, I'm like, that's not going to happen. That's that's not. There's no way that's going to happen. But she was. But she would be very much more pragmatic about like. Right. So when you go on for Hamilton, like it's all okay. logistics with Amber, Amber <laughs> with that stage man and Amber. Please, I don't want to speak for you, Amber. Please come hang. I'd love to talk to you. Um, but you know, like Holly and Deanna have said, like, no, it's just sometimes things are going to happen and sometimes they're not, and sometimes right. people have to get text messages about how they may or may not be on tomorrow, and that's exactly. Just, it's yep. part of the gig. It's the gig. Exactly. You're in, if you're in, you're in the room now. Right. Where it happens. I know everybody. Where it happens. It at home. And I said <laughs> it in my head. You heard it, Mark. You heard the. I know yep. you did. Yep. Right. It was. It was hanging. It was hanging in the room. Yeah. In the, the, in the room, in the room, 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 room. Yeah, <laughs> super meta. Um, but yeah, and it's terrifying. And I think it's part of the job of people who they have to be full of logic. And just business and just like, I know you're panicked, but like the literally the show must go on. Okay, so we're doing this. Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yes. And they're like, great, because you said you would. We'll right. see you on stage we, at 8.07 tomorrow. Exactly. Right? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. We're allowing you to have that fear. And we're going to love you and support you and be there for you the whole way and get you there how you need to get there. I think that was that was really um, what I learned in the process of of learning man five and of learning hamilton was that they're very the entire team is very attentive to what do you need to to be successful they they understand that every actor learns differently and every actor is going to need different things and you know amber would always say you know we can add more time for music we can add more time for staging a choreography we can add more time with um, you know, more time to sit down with Hannah, our resident director, and mm-hmm. Kurt um, to you know work on things. Like they're they're basically like you know let's have a dialogue as we go through this process so that you feel ready and prepared in the ways and and, and with all the things that you need. Um, and and in addition to that, Ian said this to me, and and um, and David Guzman, the, uh, the yes, our, the one of the dance captains who who yep. taught me Man Five, he was he was the first person to teach me like the staging of the show. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time with him, um, a lot of time with Kurt, uh, or and Kurt and Mike and Ian, and they all said it's they all said you know at some point like everyone like reaches the moment where they can't take any more information in, and it feels completely overwhelming and they're like it's totally fine whenever you reach that point they they're re- they put everybody at ease everybody that comes into the show they know all kinds of feelings <laughs> that we're probably thinking and having and yeah. so they know how to kind of like put everybody at ease and say like it's totally valid you might feel overwhelmed at some point because yeah, no, there is, is a lot terrifying. of information yeah because it it gets terrifying you might be terrified um you might feel um you know, like you're never going to learn everything you need to know. And that's all valid. And most people experience that. So it's all good. Like we're here for you. But you have to be on in 48 hours. So let's be- get to work. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> in the nicest way. But like- there is a timeline and you do have to be in the show at this point. Like, yeah. So did you know, like you were 
you were cast as Man 5, but you were also cast in, in the original contract that you signed like as a cover for Hamilton. Yes. So did you know how kind of important it would be if you were going to be like you, Mark Delacruz? <laughs> like the, the first Asian American to be Alexander Hamilton on Broadway. Like, did you know the weight of it? Not to put any more pressure on you. Because right. I know you had plenty. <laughs> But did you like th- were you thinking about that at all? It did cross my mind. Mm-hmm. It did it did cross my mind um because the Asian American community and in particular the Asian American performing community has been increasingly vocal about representation. Yes. And celebrates any time an Asian or an Asian American performer gets gets to be in mm-hmm. something across yeah. the board in terms of like on stage, on screen, in terms of like the crew, in terms of the cast, crew, the lighting, cast, whatever. Right. Everybody that's involved in putting something together. Writers are are representing uh, representing the community and and showing more involvement by Asian Americans in these in in different roles in in the arts. When I was cast as a cover for Hamilton there's a large there's a lot of Asian Americans working in the company Absolutely. on stage and off stage. Yeah. Um, Let's shout them out in the Broadway company because I've yes. I've hung out with a few of them. Eddie Lee. Eddie Lee, uh Carla Garcia. Carla Garcia, Christina Glur. Mm-hmm. I've yet to I've I'm begging her always. Whenever I see her, I'm like, hey Christina, come on over. Yes. Yeah. Christina is awesome. Uh Annalie Craig. Annalie Craig. Mario Goto and Robin Makatangai are two musicians who play uh, who play in the orchestra. Can you give them my number? Yeah, I mean that sincerely. Absolutely. Um, they're 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 fantastic, mm-hmm. and not to mention all of the Asian Americans that are in every company of Hamilton. Yes, uh, around the world. Yeah, it's 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 so great. It's so, and it's something that the Asian community as a whole celebrates Mm -hmm. in a show that's as big as Hamilton, that has such a reach that has made such an impact that, um, that when, when we see Asian Americans or Asian people working in these show in, in these companies, it's something that kind of like the whole community celebrates. Yeah. So I had an, I had an inkling that it was going to be, uh, that, that people would be excited. Um, but, at the time, I was like, "Let me just get to that." Can I just learn my lines? Can I please? just learn? <laughs> let me. Just Can we learn. get back to politics, please? Yes, yo. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm in rehearsals. I mean, yes, yes. I need to know what number I need to stand on, uh-huh. where that light is. Yeah. Knowing all of my words, all of the lyrics, mm-hmm. and you know, there was there was a lot of work work to be done. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then your Hamilton debut came a little earlier than you thought it was going to, right? Yes, it did. It, um it stuck up on you. It did. It did. They I was told that uh January 20th would be the date that I would go on. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew that in the back of my head a few weeks out. Um which was really great because it gave me a date. I I was like I know I'm going to do it on this day. Sure. So I need to know what I need to be prepared for that because mm-hmm. it's going to happen on that day. Yeah. And the Friday before that, Cameron, our stage manager, calls me and says, do you want to do Hamilton tonight? The anticipation of going on 
on that Sunday was starting to kill me because yeah. I was it was I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was every moment I was like, okay, is this going to be happening? Was that kind of like a blessing? It for was. You to be like, oh, yes, I, absolutely. Yes, I could do this now. Yes, 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 yes. But I what about all the feel... people you invited? It was okay because because my parents were coming on sun on that Sunday. They had plans to come, and so I got to. I got to have one run in. So how many they came. how many shows were you gonna how many shows were you scheduled for? Just the one on Sunday. Oh, okay. Just the one on the Sunday. Okay. Was the was the one that I was kinda on the books. And then I my parents were coming for that and some friends were coming for that. Um uh so the fact that I had this this second show on the Friday before, so I had two chances to do it that weekend was really great because I got two two shots to to kind of feel it and because that's what was causing me all this anticipation was was I just wanted to feel it I just wanted to know what it felt like just yeah to know that I could do it you felt like 11 months pregnant like you just want to get it out (laughs) yeah you know like just I just want to do it I just want to do it it's been on my calendar it's like oh right okay so what was it like for you to walk on stage um the role is so is so epic there are many big roles in theater but there was something about about this role about playing alexander hamilton that is so many things that i had never done or experienced before as an actor as a performer um the combination of rapping and storytelling and it's this complex emotional journey um and the styles of singing and, and it was a lot of new territory for me um the rapping being the biggest the biggest part of it that um it was not something i had done in a show before so that was what everything everything that i had done prior classes and everything that was one thing that kind of wasn't part of what i brought to the table it was something that i had rehearsed certainly a lot and did a lot of coaching prior to auditions and then worked extensively with kurt and Ian and Mike Moyes and and uh, in in kind of getting to where they needed me to be in terms of the music um that was I think part of the the anticipation was like okay I I, I just want to know that I can do this I just want to know yeah. that like you I want to hit it you want to do it right hit everything I want to do it right exactly yeah. I want to do justice to the show sure. I want it's it's a big show it's a big role and it's it's an important show and I and I, I want to do justice mm-hmm. to the work that these that this team and this cast and all casts prior had put into it to to tell this story and it I, I it was a huge responsibility it is a huge responsibility mm-hmm. and and I continue to feel that and I felt that then and you know people who had bought tickets who knows how far in advance to come see the show that day and they're gonna come and see this guy who had never played this role before on was this was this for many people would be the first person they were ever going to see play alexander hamilton and i and this that's a huge that's a huge thing and and i didn't take that lightly i wanted i i that was something that i i i needed to make sure that like i was on point (laughs) and ready and 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 ready to go um and now i have like full body chills and like tears in my eyes based on what you were saying like it's (laughs) it's amazing you're right. At any given time, someone is seeing the show for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I think about a lot. Like, 
when I was talking to Hannah, our re- Hannah Ryan, our resident director, mm-hmm. one time about like thinking about all the productions of the like productions of Hamilton that might be happening at one given moment. Like as yeah. we're about to start the show here, yeah, there's another production that's about to start or getting or in the middle of another production somewhere else. Yes, that like all the people gathering at this particular moment in time and we're watching Hamilton. Like that's to just so to think about story. that, and that's something that speaking to the effect that Hamilton has had, the the reach that it has had, yeah, the the, the enormous popularity and. Th- the way it's it kind of like brings people together as you as you see that there are so many people around the world who are connected by this interest this this love and enthusiasm for this show and i think that was something that excited both excited and made me nervous about the whole thing about coming in about coming into the company was you put you all of you in yourself into every project that you do as as a performer you put yourself into it you give everything you can um but this particular show has this kind of weight this kind of power i think that has uh reached i keep saying using the word reach but because i feel i sort of feel like that's that's what it does it reaches it has really reached out to people and grabbed their attention and grabbed their excitement and so coming aboard whether it's as Man Five or as Hamilton or as Lawrence Philip or King George, like I-, I want to do justice to this material, no matter who I'm on stage, who I am on stage that night. So I kind I had the same feelings when I went on for the first time I did Man Five. I wanted to take care of the show. I want to take care of the people around me. That the you know the this this company on and off stage who have been so welcoming to me that like they brought me into the family so i want i wanted to make sure that i was taking care of them too by like knowing what i needed to know and being where i needed to be and being a good person to work with and um i think that there is a responsibility that we have to pass on this this story to 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 take what we've been given <laughs> by yeah. this team and uh broadway has its own its own magic its own it has its own sort of weight not at all to diminish like any other company this there, there's there's no like hierarchy of no. of the companies like everybody is insanely talented and in bringing themselves and bringing their whole selves to the show all over the world on tours and in, in and in London and here. Um, but as I had mentioned before, that the the Asian American community is very vocal about, it has been increasingly vocal about representation. And you see it all the time now, call, calling out instances of whitewashing in films or um, um, celebrating when an Asian American actor is in a, is in a lead role. Is in, a, is in a principal role when Asian American actors get to play complex characters and not two-dimensional stereotypes or when they're at the center of the story instead of peripheral to the story. Um, and it's so, it's so beautiful in that it's, it, it, it's something that the community celebrates together, that people who have felt underrepresented, people who watch films and TV and go to the theater and 
and and not see themselves on stage um to have these moments where they where they do is is very powerful and it it means a lot i remember never seeing asian people on tv mm-hmm. and if we did it was it was a very small probably stereotypical role yeah um and i'm so sad to say this but i wasn't always proud of my heritage i didn't see asian people represented in in meaningful human ways so that i think either consciously or subconsciously sends a message that you're invisible or you, you don't really count or that you're somehow not in the same that there's a stat, there's there's a status and you're not kind of part of that you're not you're not you don't have a seat at the table i guess um and I, like i remember one time when i was a kid i forget what we were talking about but i was talking to my mom about i i was referring to like an everyday american and she was like what is that and i basically described a white person and and with no irony at all with right. no like with no with no like you know understanding of anything it was just to me that's what i thought an everyday american was I, I, that a representative of an american person was white and i didn't even have any emotions surrounding that that just kind of was where i was that's kind of just what i how i saw the world and then i went to college and i met other kids who um were second generation asian from of, of all different ethnicities um and specifically other filipino american kids who i had a lot in common with cuz growing up filipino american so we had you know a lot of commonalities and you know um things that we we sort of shared and and that's when i really started to celebrate my heritage and be proud of it and to become more curious about it to and to to kind of live it out in the world as opposed to just trying to fit in like cuz i think i felt like that's all i wanted to do prior to that was just fit in just to be considered like everybody else and i didn't realize that you are just like everybody else as you are and you can and have every right to celebrate what makes you different too that we can all that this is something we can do that you can be proud of where you come from where your parents come from what your heritage is the languages that are spoken in your house to the customs um i used to get so embarrassed by filipino customs i used to think they were so i i found them so embarrassing because i felt like it wasn't like american what i thought was american what are some of the customs um there was this uh i grew up catholic i went to catholic schools and there was in the church um where i went there was a large filipino community and they would do a mass every year called flores de mayo which um is a celebration of the virgin mary and it was sort of like the filipino community's celebration and they and the community kind of did the mass on that day complete with traditions of like processing in with the statue of the virgin mary and then laying flowers at her feet and things like that and um my grandparents were very active in the community and into the church and so 
Um, so it was something that we all participated in and I just like rolled my eyes at it. I just thought it was, I, I was just, I, I just wasn't into it at all. And, and there's this, there's a, a shirt called the Barong Tagalog, which is, it's, it's like formal wear. Okay. Um, that is made out of some really thin materials. Um, and it's usually has some kind of embroidery on it. And it's something you would wear for special occasions. And I would have to wear one for this Flores de Mayo mass. And I would always, I would get so embarrassed because like my friends would see me wearing this shirt and I was felt like I was standing out too much. And I, I was just like, oh, I don't want to wear this shirt. And I don't want to do this thing with the flowers. And I was just like so embarrassed by it all. Um, and then flash forward to like making Filipino friends in college and being like, yeah, Flores de Mayo, yes, wearing totally. the barong Tagalog. Yeah. And then it made me like the, proud of all of that. It, it made me feel like I could embrace it and own it because that's where I come from. That's my heritage. And as well as getting involved with like the Asian American theater community in Seattle, which is very vibrant. Um, it really kind of changed the way I saw myself and the way that I uh, celebrated who I was and changed how I felt about myself. And I think that in turn kind of changed everything because then I could put myself out there on stage and not be embarrassed and not be, and or, or not have any you know, I, I could more fully like live who I was. And so nowadays there's a lot more representation of than we've seen prior. I think it's continuing to get better in terms of seeing more uh, Asians, Asian Americans represented. Um, it's, I, I think that if you would ask a lot of people in the community, that is certainly not where we would want it to be. And in particularly, seeing Asian uh, actors in roles where they don't where they don't have to explain why they're Asian in the role. It's not about like to see people to see people of color or f for that matter, sexual identity, you know, to see all kinds of diversity in roles that aren't connected to race or, mm -hmm sexual identity or like it's just this is just who this person is and they're playing this character um and so i think that um having this opportunity to play this role um in this monumental show yeah. that's being seen by so many people that's mm -hmm. being celebrated by so many people um it's it's a huge honor it's a huge it's a huge honor and I, and on top of that to to hear people tell me that they're inspired by seeing an asian guy playing this role to to, to that it, that it makes them feel like they can pursue their dreams that they too that that their that their race or ethnicity won't hold them back from doing whatever it is that they want to do that they feel seen by seeing um an asian man in this role like that's that's i mean that's a feeling i can't really describe it's it's been so I, i've been so humbled by messages well we're gonna uh actually take a lot of questions from the patreon peeps about that 
Uh, But before that, I really just want to talk about how amazing it was for your parents. Because when they came, these amazing, tell me about the, what you guys were wearing when uh, they came to see you. they're They're the best. And they came all the way from Hawaii. They brought, um, they can't. They, they live on the Big Island of Hawaii, mm-hmm. and they brought two lei with them. Uh, one it was is was a mylei lei, which is made of these very fragrant green leaves called mylei leaves, and it's um, in Hawaii. Uh, lei is something you give for any happy occasion, like a mm-hmm. or um, of graduation or wedding or any any reason any reason to celebrate it could just be for for existing yeah. so they brought two lei one was a miley lei and then one was a um this lei called a kukui nut lei which is made out of these these nuts called kukui nuts and they are um usually like polished and maybe shellacked so that they're kind of shiny and they string them together into a lei one of the best things about this entire experience was sharing it with them and watching how giddy they've they've gotten um and remember when they were scared yeah exactly <laughs> right right <laughs> as they should have been right right but hey because nobody knew that this was where i would be one day at that right. that day that i left seattle 100 percent. like it it's i was scared they were scared um and so i think that that made this moment all that more meaningful because they saw they're my parents. They've seen the whole journey <laughs> from day one. So um, one of the best things about this experience is is just how how happy it's made them. They could celebrate this with right. their friends and their friends all know about Hamilton. Of course, I'm sure of, they do. <laughs> everybody know, like, you know, a lot of times they, if I'm doing a show and they explain it to their friends, they have to kind of explain the show because not everyone knows what the show is. But mm-hmm. with Hamilton, right away, everyone is all their friends in Hawaii in their town in Hawaii they all know about Hamilton and so it's and and and, and, and again it's it's this kind of like collective celebration where right. like this people everyone in Hawaii is is kind of supporting me from there it's it's just it's the Hamilton is like this gift that just keeps on <laughs> like offering and giving and like yeah more surprises keep popping up and more like emotions and connections just kind of keep happening and and this was one of them like my parents can go around their town and they can talk about their son in hamilton and they and everyone is really excited and (laughs) it's so great and that makes me so happy because they worked really hard for my siblings and i like they you know they they worked so hard their whole lives um to to give us everything that we have today so you know the fact that that i can give this to them that i can give them like you know this uh, this some this ticket this ticket (laughs) (laughs) this ticket to see hamilton yeah um no also they're incredibly proud of you and yeah 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 i'm i'm very fortunate i have really great parents and they came all this way and they brought these lays um one of them, the the other one, the 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 one, the kukui nut lay, is belonged to my uncle, who my mom's brother, mm-hmm. who um, he was a musician in Hawaii, 
and he was a trombone player and a music arranger and he was a part of the Hawaii County band for like 50 years. And 50 five zero. Five zero. <gasps> yeah. Wait, so it was his and she brought it here it to New York? It was his lay <gasps> and he passed away in August. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I keep it with me at the theater because I think he would, he loves, because he loves music, he's very passionate about music and he loves theater and musical theater in particular. So... My parents brought this little piece of him, and I and I keep it at my station at the <sighs> theater because I think that's where he would like it to be. And 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 he was one of the first people that kind of showed me the power of music and the power of, um, making music part of your life. And and because that's what he did, because he loved music so much. And so, watching him play with the band and arrange and arrange pieces for the band to play, um, sort of opened my eyes to like how you can make the arts a part of your life if you love them. How inspiring is Mark? That was so beautiful, right? Mark is back once again next week, and I think I found someone who loves Yorktown as much as I do. We totally bond and geek out over the dance break. It's the best. And of course, we take questions from the Patreon peeps. So thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you very soon. I love you. I'm G.Pen. is brought to you by my love of the thing tm and my complete lack of chill please join me in raising all the glasses to sir alex lackamore for generously making my intro music and this custom yorktown arrangement that i will never ever get over thank you thank you thank you to become a patreon peep and get the chance to ask questions to guests get tons of behind the scenes access and join the best kindest and most welcoming corner of the internet go to patreon.com slash the Hamilcast. I love you guys. Thank you. Hashtag team no chill. I'm at the Hamilcast on all social media and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Residuals is my web series with my husband, Mike, you know, Mike, and can be found at the residuals.tv. True Crime Obsessed is my true crime comedy podcast with my podcast soulmate and Broadway royalty, Patrick Hines of theater people and Broadway backstory fame. Thank you again so much for listening. It means the world to me. To the revolution!